Okay. I think I've taken care of the pongs. Hopefully they will not interrupt us again. <laughs> um, so here's a number of steps you can take to ensure that your blood pressure remains at a healthy level throughout your lifetime. Stop smoking. Maintain an optimum weight. Obesity is a significant contributor to hypertension. Sometimes losing just a few pounds can make a significant difference to your blood pressure. If you're overweight, your systolic blood pressure drops about one point for every two pounds you lose. Exercise. It's important to be physically active. For, um, exercise is not, can not only lower your blood pressure, but it can also help you lose weight and make overall positive contributions to your health. Reduce your saturated fat intake. A high intake of saturated fat has been conclusively linked to high cholesterol levels and atherosclerosis, which can in turn contributes to hypertension. Increase your potassium, magnesium, and calcium intakes by eating a diet that is rich in foods containing these nutrients. Most Americans have a sodium to potassium ratio that is greater than 2.2 to 1, which means that we eat twice the amount of sodium as potassium. Researchers suggest that a sodium to potassium ratio of 1 to 5 is optimum. Many of us do not consume enough magnesium and calcium, and the lack of which contributes to hypertension. A diet rich in fruits and vegetables can help you restore the optimum balance of these nutrients. Foods rich in magnesium, that would be your Swiss chard, spinach, whole grains, pumpkin seeds and flower seeds, soybeans, beans, Alaskan halibut, nuts, and avocado. Foods rich in calcium, low-fat, non-fat dairy, sardines, canned Alaskan salmon with the bones, almonds, kale, collards, tofu, calcium-fortified orange juice, or soy milk. You might want to investigate the DASH diet. This diet, which is rich in fruits and vegetables and low in low-fat diet, diet, dairy products, has been shown to lower blood pressure. You can check out that particular diet and what their requirements are at www.nhl. BI.NIH.gov slash health slash public slash heart slash HBP dot dash. Again, that whole web page is NHLBI.NIH.gov slash health, all spelled out, slash public, slash heart, slash HBP dot dash. Limit alcohol to a maximum of three to seven drinks per week for women and six to 14 drinks per week for men. His own personal lifestyle, um, according to Dr. Pratt, is alcohol on our one to two, three, Two to one to three drinks per week for women and two to eight per week for men. Control stress. A number of studies suggest that relaxation 
change uh, techniques like meditation and play a role in lowering blood pressure. Only two out of three people who have hypertension know they do, and only one in three has the condition under control. A recent study reported that drinking alcohol outside of meals increased the risk for hypertension no matter what type of alcohol was consumed. The lesson, it's probably best to drink with your meals or immediately following them. Increase your fiber intake. Some studies show an inverse association between the consumption of dietary fiber and both high blood pressure and the risk of hypertension. Uh, and the next superfood that we're going to jump into happens to be pomegranates, which is a rich source of vitamin B6, vitamin C, polyphenols, and, oh, there's that word, potassium. Sidekicks to the pomegranates happens to be plums. You should try to eat four to eight ounces of 100, um, let's see, try to eat. It says eat, but it says juice here immediately following it. Four to eight ounces of 100% pomegranate juice multiple times a week or any amount of seeds. And I believe they mean the pomegranate seeds at that. Did you know that it may have been a pomegranate and not an apple that tempted Eve in the Garden of Eden? Ancient and beloved, the pomegranate figures prominently in history and mythology. The art, literature, and culinary traditions of Europe, the Middle East, Africa, and India all revere the mighty garnet-colored jewel. For the ancient Chinese, pomegranates symbolized longevity, immortality, and abundance. Perhaps because of the roughly 800 seeds that each pomegranate contains. One of the joys of the autumn season, pomegranates have been around since ancient times and their health benefits have long been recognized. Pomegranates can range in color from yellow-orange to red to deep purple. Rich in potassium, vitamin C, polyphenols, and vitamin B6, pomegranates are real phytochemical powerhouses. Pomegranate juice may have two to three times the antioxidant power of equal amounts of green tea or red wine. And in one study, pomegranate juice was a potent fighter in the battle against atherosclerosis. As little as one quarter cup of pomegranate juice daily may improve cardiovascular health by reducing oxidation of the LDL cholesterol. In addition, animal studies have suggested that pomegranates may cause regression of atherosclerotic lesions. So don't avoid pomegranates just because it takes some work to get the seeds out. Pomegranates possess potent anti-inflammatory phytochemicals, and the consumption of pomegranate juice has been shown to lower blood pressure in hypertensive volunteers. Studies of several fruit juices and wines have been reported the highest polyphenol concentration in pomegranate juice, followed by red wine and cranberry juice. If you've never tried a pomegranate, autumn is the ideal time. Select a pomegranate by weight. The seeds represent about half of the weight of the fruit, so the heavier the fruit, the better. 
the skin should be shiny without any cracks. You can store your pomegranate in a cool place for about a month, but it will keep in the refrigerator for up to two months. What do you do with pomegranates? Well, the best way is to use the juice for sauces, vinaigrettes, and marinades. Whole seeds can be added to salads and desserts or as a garnish for meat or fish dishes. To get the seeds, to get to the seeds, cut off the top of the fruit, slice the rind vertically from top to bottom in about four places. Then put the fruit in a bowl of water. Peel away the sections of the fruit, releasing the seeds from the bitter white membrane. The seeds will sink to the bottom of the water and the remaining part of the fruit will flake. Skin off and discard the floating bits and pour your seeds into a colander to rinse. You can then use the seeds in a recipe or put them in a blender or a food processor to make juice. If you freeze the seeds first, they'll yield more juice. Each medium fruit yields about a half cup of pomegranate juice. If you want the benefits of pomegranate without the fuss of preparation, you can buy pomegranate juice such as Palm Wonderful. Avoid brands that contain added sugar. Liven up your autumn recipes with the pomegranate molasses, a highly concentrated form of pomegranate juice. It's a tradition, traditional ingredient in Middle Eastern dishes and can be found in specialty food markets. And with that, I think I'm going to stop there so that we can say goodbye to each other. And I hope you have a really great day. This is Susan Mann for January 27th, signing out. Let me get us unmuted so we can say goodbye to each other. So there we have it. Uh, <laughs> pomegranates are full of good things. Yes, they are. They are indeed. I used to love them when I was a kid. You know, sitting in front of the TV, you peel it open and then you eat the seeds one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> that does work. It does work that way. <laughs> I know. Well, thank you for a great call, Susan. Oh, you are most welcome, and I hope everybody enjoyed hearing about pomegranates and about why we need to keep an eye on our hypertension and our uh, blood pressure just to make sure that we stay good and healthy. And with that, okay. I am going to hop hop off because I've got to be someplace here shortly to take care of Miss Poppy. <laughs> have, have a great, great day, everyone. Oh, I will. You too. Thank <clears throat> you.